This is the Champions Podcast. We got Tom, your commissioner, in the house tonight with me, co-commissioner Kyle Madaus. Ready to go ahead and dive into some middle of the 2022 season. Tom, how are we doing today? Uh, we're doing fabulous. Um, had a nice weekend. If anyone was 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 uh, following the scores, obviously. Um, Zoe had her birthday party this weekend. None of you guys showed up. A little disappointed. Um, and I got some news about my stepbrother. Um, Kyle, you you might be just finding out that I have a stepbrother. I found out my stepbrother just got sentenced to 25 years for attempted murder. That's <laughs> that's a new one. I will. I yeah. Um, yep. But why don't we get into what are we week five already? Yeah, let's let's go ahead. Um, Wait, right, like like we're fucking. Well, we let's do some math. If it was a, a fifteen-week regular season, it would be a third of the way. So we're a little over a third of the regular season. A good solid chunk done. And do you know who the highest scoring team this year is? Um, why do I think it's going to be a chump? It is I, the chumpiest of chumps. Is it really? I I I have I have the most points for somehow this year. Oh, uh, okay, barely, barely ahead of Acosta. Right, barely, uh, barely, and thank, thanks to just trouncing him by like eighty points, I just barely passed him in total points for for the weekend. Um, but Kyle, why why don't you just sing it with me after we can get into get my matchup over with? Nope, we're, we're not doing this, Tom. We're oh, yo scissor me, daddy. Come on, you know the words. I do, but oh, doesn't mean I'm gonna fucking say it. Scissor me, daddy. Tom, your team is ass. One week does not make you good. <laughs> I I've scored more points than you, like almost every. And week. yet Maybe you're every week. only at two wins, one win ahead of me. Yeah, hey, it's it's I'm setting up the the comeback story. This is this league we've talked or, about before, Kyle. Is about drama. And if I need to, like, complete the Trump, or the, excuse me, the chump um, rags to riches story, I can't start white hot. No. I've got I've to have injury after injury after injury, and then finally find some flex-wide receivers that are fucking worth starting. Yeah, well, I think and it's then, probably... And then here's, here's the kicker, Kyle. I'm not even at... This isn't even my final form. I've got... Plenty of players on IR prime to be maybe even the tops of their very positions. If they stay so healthy, the, everyone should just consider themselves lucky that I that I have the record I have. Do you ha- want to add anything to my matchup between Acosta, where I uh, kicked his butt? I just really, I think your whole we'll call it resurgence, resurgence, if you will, is more akin to like a dying patient who you gave a shot of morphine <laughs> and it's just you're, you're, you're like oh this is what normal feels like this is what it feels like to score above like 120 yeah I score 120 like almost every week do you though Tom I do Kyle how did well, well we can save your matchup for later, but I'll ask you later how you did what's the next matchup Kyle I obviously picked that one got it over with what's the next one 
Okay, let's go ahead and we'll talk about the another blowout here. Joe um, trouncing Garrett. Joe having I, what the second highest score of the week, I think. Yep. Yep, second highest. Um, we made fun of him for so long that he's finally decided to put up uh, or, or uh, shut us up, uh, as, as it were. Only because Garrett's whole team died. Uh, Garrett, I believe, at one point posted eight people on his team had either left the game injured or were hurt going into it. Um, so he put up a pathetic performance. Joe kind of got bailed out by the. I don't under. I don't know how to classify it, but the whole you know Gito Smith Seahawks resurgence. Whatever we want to call that, yeah. Yeah, Tyler Lockett is the number eight receiver, just like we all thought. Um, so there was that Carson Wentz got, you know, some hero ball in him, despite the fact that he refused to pass to your boy, Scary Terry. Um, but yeah, really the, the story on this one is Garrett's whole team is dead. Um, Teddy Bridgewater getting hurt, like the first series, if not the second play, I think. Um, right. Yeah, he had one pass attempt. That's all he collected. Um, rumor is they were being extra cautious with him because, you know, of how bad they looked after the Tua stuff. So uh, he might have been able to go back in, Garrett, but uh, they wanted to play politics, I think, instead of support your fantasy team. But even if Teddy Bridgewater stayed in there and threw a couple of bombs on that New York Jets bonded defense... Uh, it wouldn't have caught up to Joe because Joe had plenty of studs showing up. Saquon Barkley, who's got to be still the number one. Oh, no, he's, Saquon's drop down is only the number three running back, but still probably a big steal in the draft. He was expensive. He was probably 40s, but wasn't one of like the $50 backs. I mean, he was it's a top, sh- top tier back to buy. I mean, that was right. where he was at. But I mean, like it, watching that game, Saquon only did that good because he had two plays for 40, 40 yards apiece, essentially. But that's been his whole career. That, yeah, that's true. It's like he gets you know nine rushes for 10 yards, and then he gets a 40-yard rush to make up for it. Right. It is worth it. a little bit insane in that capacity. But, um, yeah, not much else to say here other than Joe is 5-1. and one. I'm going to verify it this weekend. 5-0. Uh, sorry, 5-0. I'm going to verify it this weekend um, what our record is for starts um, as far back as I can go. Last I looked, I believe it was like a 9-0 start back in our early area. Yeah. Early era. But uh, I'll try to confirm what I can. Right. Um, but yeah, nothing else to say here. Joe's 5-1. and one. The only 5-0. and or sorry. 5-0. 5-0. Oh. Oh. The only 5-0 oh team. Who's this ghost lost you keep trying to give Joe? I mean, just life. Life is hard on Joe. It is. Um, yep, let's go ahead and then we'll knock out here. We're going. We're flying through this here today, Tom. We're, we're, There's a lot of energy between, between the murder and me murdering canned bread. Yeah, we're, we're already done with two of the previews in seven minutes. That's got to be a damn, damn record. Um we we'll, we'll we'll try to slow it down a little bit for the for the previews for next week, but uh, apparently. Did anyone want to hear me talk about my team longer? I think it's more just it, it came in hot and we just went with it. Um, let's talk What's about next? let's talk about Castro versus Patterson and Ugh. the sadness bowl. Sadness. Um, right now, uh, let me tell you, it's interesting looking at the Patterson team because I just don't know what to make of it. Uh, 
Michael Pittman is, you know, being held hostage by a bad Matt Ryan. Uh, but it doesn't matter as much when you have Nick Chubb, who is pulling off like 35-yard touchdowns. And Geno Smith. Geno Smith for the win. Geno Smith, the number what? Yeah, number seven quarterback. Oh, God. It doesn't feel right to talk about Geno Smith in that capacity. Um, the Ramondre Stevenson got a lot of work in this one because Damian Harris went down early. He just, like, he, on Patterson's side, had a kind of... Blow-ups and then zeros. Kind of like he had one player with two points, one player with zero points, one player with seven. Not much there, but he had others with 25, 20, 20, kind of across the board. Where on Castro's side, it was basically just a sea of mediocrity. What if I told you this was Castro's second best performance all year? I would say that I'm sorry, Castro. <laughs> you gotta go all the way back to week two when he beat this. He yeah. got one thirty in week two, and that's his best week. Everything else has been uh, basically under a hundred. It's, it's so, rough. so I mean, maybe it's... a little momentum here. This is his. Let's let's turn it the other way. This is his best performance since week two. He has like multiple players on the 10 back points. of Raheem Moister. Right? And, I mean, DK Metcalf has to love Geno Smith. Rodgers is just cool as a cucumber, fucking, what, 16 points every week. Uh, disappointing its fans every week, but uh, just fine and dandy for fantasy. Yeah, he's fine. Like, right. Yeah, he's fine. If Cashel puts a puts together a couple more fines, and then, you know, James Robinson has a, maybe a breakout game again. Deontay Johnson could, like... Maybe thrive with Pickett at some point, you know. Waddle has his upside, obviously. You know, Castro's bound to have, you know, a second win soon. At some point he will, yes. It's just a matter of, of when and against who, I guess. But, yeah, Castro you, you know, remains one win at this point. Not Again, like, you look at his team and it's like any hope for the future... Is going to be, I guess, around his receivers of Waddle and Metcalf. Um, you're welcome, Castro, for giving you both of those. To like, imagine how bad your team would you be. You gave him Johnson too. I did. Uh, three of his receivers are, are my team. Um, yeah, not, not much else to really say on this one. Um, yeah, we want to move on to the two games that got impacted by Monday Night Football. Let's do it. Now, were you watching the Raiders Chiefs game at all? Uh, no, I was following it a little bit. Um, I didn't get to watch, like, any football this weekend, to be honest. <laughs> uh, the birthday party on Sunday kind of consumed everything, and family stayed in town Monday. So, uh, gotcha. shit. Well, it was basically, once we got to, like, midway in the second, it became kind of a barn burner. Um... Pat Mahomes was basically unstoppable, just giving Travis or yeah Kelsey red zone look after red zone look after red zone look. Um, so because of that, of course, the Chiefs are like, why don't we give the ball to Josh Jacobs? Because that's what you do in this situation. So for my end, I was down by 28 points coming into Monday Night Football. Josh Jacobs got me 30 with a career-best game. Um, 
yeah, lost mainly because of uh, a touchdown that got called back on him. But really, Jacobs had a touchdown called back. Yeah, um, I mean, you've had, you had a few underperformers. Like, I mean, Russell Wilson on Thursday night. Who would have thought? Out of you, my very th- well could have gotten more than nine points. A fifteen-point performance gets you the win. Who would have thought that Russell Wilson against the Colts would do significantly worse than Marcus Mariota against Tampa? Um, Doesn't make any sense. But at least you got to be happy you had a good Mike Williams game. You know, he's he's still ebbing and flowing. He's got two games below 10 and three games basically 20-plus. Yeah, but like for Wilson's side, he was extremely buoyed by two players. Uh, Josh Allen, who I think had 30... He, I think, Extremely he, Bowie is going to be my fantasy team name next year. Josh, Josh Allen, second play of the game, throwing a 98-yard touchdown, really just killed my energy. I was driving back across Wisconsin, listening to Red Zone audio, and it, like immediately just like, Josh Allen, 98-yard touchdown, look here. I'm just like, God damn it. So I like had to pull over so I could see if Wilson started Gabe Davis, so I could see if I needed to just die right then and there. Luckily, Wilson didn't start Gabe Davis, or I would have been just depressed beyond, beyond all belief. But really, this game was was pretty close in in general. Um, Dalvin Cook, with his best game of the year, he vultured two touchdowns, one of which got taken away from Jefferson. I'm still salty about that. Uh, but yeah, Wilson did, ha, Wilson basically had everybody show up but Clyde's Edward Alaire. I unfortunately had an injury with Pat Fryermuth, and who knew AJ Brown could throw up a six? Um, um you also should got to be happy because you traded Najee to Wilson, didn't you? I did. I'm very glad I got off of that bus. However, Wilson is uh, trying to give him back to me. So we'll see. I might get him back for less. There seems to be a lot of trade backs going around. I've had several of my trades, not rescinded, but like trying to uh, recoup, I guess, what some people have lost or whatever, or just take a second chance at a struggling young quarterback, maybe. Yeah, I'll admit, I'm trying to throw a Josh Fields in the, or Justin Fields in there. Um, but yeah, this game was close. Wilson won, so he goes to 4 and 1. And basically, him and Joe now are runaways in our division. Runaways it, for the whole year, though, because like the Chumps division score, you know, in terms of record, is pretty fucking jumbled up. So bit. no one, I don't. The, the chances of any one of us Chumps getting that one number one overall seed, kind of weak. Yeah, but I mean, like the big reason that the Chumps got so kind of crazy is because of that Monday night game with Vince. Losing, I think it was like two or three minutes left in the fourth quarter. The last Raiders drive, they got just what, like a 40, I think it was like a 40 yard, 50 yard touchdown to Devontae Adams. So Alex got 20 points almost off of that one throw. But the, at, at that point, Vince was winning, I think, like 134 to 133. And Carr just throws a touchdown. It immediately kills Vince's chances. And it's like, I feel for Vince in that one. It was bad. As a Raiders fan. Not great. Not good. Not good. Trust in the... Ba- too many Bengals, not enough Raiders. That... <laughs> that is Vince's problem. I mean, um, his, his problem is T. Higgins got taken out of the game, like, three plays in, and just never came back in. Like, there's nothing you can really do to recover from that. 
Like, if Higgins has an okay day, who knows? Maybe he wins, comes out. But, like, Sir Luco had literally everyone show up that could. Like, Austin Eckler had a 70-yard run and ended with 173 yards rushing total. Um, Brees Hall. Brees Hall, you know, it's still still kind of a split backfield. Like, uh, Michael Carter is getting a decent amount of touches. Uh, but when you basically get 100 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving off of two targets, uh, you're going to have a good day. You're going to have a good day. But it did come at some costs for Sir Luco. Uh, Damian Harris down out for probably like around a month with, with an ankle sprain. Tyreek Hill seen walking around in a boot right now. Um, he's day to day. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see because it's like I don't. I think you just. I think when you lose to the Jets and you need an excuse, you just put a boot on your big off-season acquisition, um, so people don't think you're actually sucking. I, mean, I think that's what they're doing to Tyreek Hill. That's certainly one way to look at it. Um, if if Tyreek is to to lose any time, Sir Luco is going to really struggle to replace that production, though. Because uh, his his next man up would be DJ Moore, who we expected more out of this year, hoping a slight upgrade in Carolina's offense would take their number one wideout to be at least decent. But uh, now there's no more uh, Baker, right? So PJ Walker, I think, is starting going forward. So PJ Walker to DJ Moore sounds like uh, less than ideal fill-in for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what he might have to do. But still, Sir Luca got the win. He's shooting for average is one game above 500. They are above average. He is, and he's probably going to be ecstatic. He, both of these teams, I think, at this point, are one win away from their totals from last season. <laughs> Two big, big-time overachievers, and I think both of them are legit, though. Like, this wasn't just a couple of fluky games. Like, these are good rosters. These these are some of our, you know, mid-to-high-tier teams, and they, these guys can't beat anyone. They can even beat the Vaughns and undefeated Joes if you give them the right, the right, right matchups. Yeah. This Joe apparently is so hard to beat. But Shiluko might be the one to do it. He could be. Like, I mean, he, he explodes enough on the high end for, from a right. perspective. But right, as the se- season goes on, if, if Shiluko can fill these gaps and then just have all that, all that ceiling, he's going to be scary. No one's going to want to play him. Yeah. So congrats to Shiluko on the win of our game of the week. Our big Chumps Division showdown. Vince, we were just, what, talking about how he's the real deal last week and how he, cause he, took, so. down, he took down Acosta when those guys were both the top of the division. But now Sir Luco beat Vince, so Sir Luco's the top of the mountain. At the moment. <sighs> fucking, the fucking Chumps Division, man. <laughs> It's nuts. Well, let's go ahead. We'll dive into week six here. And I'm going to be honest with you, Tom. A lot of the week six matchups, at least from my point of view, like this is going to be a big blowout week. Oh, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. It's going to be bad. Um, Any one that you want to talk about first? Because there's one that sticks out to me. 
that sticks out that you want to talk about or yeah, you want to like, get it over I, with? I want to get it over with. Okay. I want to get, get mine over with. Okay, well, we'll start with yours. Obviously, coming off 195 point performance, the highest scoring game of the year by myself. Um, my team is only going to be healthier next week. Is probably. it? I don't know. A Chris Olave is play. just a concussion thing. He'll be back. Yeah, but no. He'll be back. They're going to be extra cautious with all concussions now. Anybody get, they're, <sighs> you're automatically missing an extra game. I'm calling it. Like It's, it's going to be the new default. Whatever. <laughs> you can't just whatever. say whatever. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? You going to play Cam Akers, lazy ass? I might. I might have to play Cam <laughs> Akers. But guess what? I'm playing Castro. <laughs> and it doesn't matter who I start. Because his high end lately is one f- 115 points. And Patrick Mahomes can do that all on his own. Yeah, but you know who Patrick Mahomes is going to throw to? Valdez Scanlon. Is he? That was just the, you know, the flavor of the week last week. I mean, who knows? He can get it this week. But really, I mean, like, here's the thing. I just... All of your points are coming from three players. I don't think any of your other players are going to get above 15. I think they're all going to get, like, 12 points, and it's going to be enough. You think that uh, Jacoby Myers is going to get 12 this week against Cleveland? Yeah. You think that uh, Scary Terry, who to this point has gotten exactly 12, like, um, twice, 13 another time, you, you think he's getting 12 again? I think he's getting 12 again. He pretty much always, there, he, he only, like, didn't get 12 once. He going to do it again. Against Chicago? What did Justin Jefferson do against Chicago? He got 30. Yeah. So Terry can definitely get 12. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I'm actually on 30 for I have, I'm going to have you losing this game to Castro, giving him Are you st- fucking kidding me? I'm not. I don't. Like, what What about your team? It makes, like, I honestly think that the Chiefs might All be- of my points are fake. All of them so far. Okay, here's the thing. It's like, I don't like the Chiefs against Buffalo this week. Buffalo's defense is just very, very good. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. But KC is at home, and it'll it'll be a barn burner. They'll they'll have to keep up. And uh, I do have worries about Kelsey. Um, They do have great coverage linebackers in Buffalo. But you know what? Who else is he going to throw to? And don't say MBS, because he's not going to. I think he'll just spread it around. He'll have to. Maybe a little bit. Like, if he gets four catches from, like, between Sky Moore, like, Juju, and uh, Valdez Scandling. I just, like, the, Lenny is very hit or miss to me. Like, I, he's Why getting, don't you trust Lenny? He's been getting an unsustainable amount of dumps from Brady. It's, uh, well... <laughs> He old man Brady's arm is gone noodly, and Lenny is his favorite fat noodle companion. Um, as, as I've heard him on a, on a couple of podcasts, uh, you know the dump truck, Lenny Fournette. Yeah, he backs it up and, and takes salt it life. Off. I just, I don't, I don't feel good about a team that's got like Jacoby Brissett playing critical minutes. Like I, again, I'm not saying Castro's team is great. Please don't even, like, get me wrong. I just... Castro's team might be historically bad. Like, we'll, like I wish we kept track of, like, points four, right? But, like, 
At least, like, in our current Superflex era, he's got to be the worst at the moment. Right. Right, he's got to be. Without a doubt, he's the worst. How he got a win, I'm curious on who that win was. I'm going to look that up. I think it was week okay. it probably was We're week clearly one. disagreeing on this matchup. I think the <laughs> highest scoring team in the league is going to win. You think the lowest scoring team in maybe league history is going to win. Yeah, I, I do. I do not have faith. You do? Okay. Well, <laughs> next matchup, tell me what it is while I figure out who actually lost to Karastro. I hope it wasn't me. That would be really embarrassing <laughs> for the end of this No, the, the one I wanted to talk about and get it over with is uh, Joe versus Acosta. So again, Joe's probably going to go six and zero just because Acosta has is hit by the buys this week. He's got no um, Derrick Henry, no Amon Ross St. Brown. Doesn't really have anyone to readily replace them um, at the moment. Looking like maybe a Tyler Boyd or I don't know. He's probably going to pick somebody up off of waivers to play. If I had to guess, worst case scenario, he's playing two tight ends against. Essentially, a damn near full strength Joe team. Granted, Joe has a lot of bunch spots that he's just going to fill in with random players this week. I'm very curious to see who the hell Joe's all picking up. I don't know if you saw his uh, last night here, he dumped a lot of his bench, but that happened. And uh, yeah, Joe is getting help. He did have that trade with Sir Luco yesterday. Right. Um, in that capacity, but. I just I can find no reason to believe Acosta wins unless Saquon goes and tears an ACL. Yeah, it's it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough showing for us chumps. Um, at what point we did um, brand Acosta the champ of the chumps, uh, but he's going to make us look bad as the undefeated. Joe fighting Joe Sartino's kick his butt. Um, I did look it up. Castro won in week two against. Well, let's see if you can remember. What do you think? Who do you think it was? Week two. Week two. He won by one point. Uh, it's got to be somebody in the division, right? It's got to be like yep. a Wilson or a Garrett. Garrett. He beat Garrett. <laughs> 31, 131, 130. Not, That's it. Not ideal. Not ideal. And apparently he's getting a second win against maybe the hottest team in the league. Uh, but I guess we are going to have to agree Joe is on fire, has no signs of slowing down, is making trades as we speak, probably going to even make more. That's the rumor I'm hearing. He's going to be fine. Yeah. But like, who are you? Who are we worried about on 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 his roster? Right? I mean, Do- Dobbs could very well break out or have like a shitty performance. But like, it's fine because he has enough studs to kind of buoy up his score. Yeah, like the big just... concern is like, is he really going to keep? How long is he going to keep Matt Stafford in there? Um, especially as he's trading away. Um, I mean, if you don't need Carson Wentz, yeah, he doesn't need a, anybody else this week, right? Like when you're going up against this depleted team, you should win. But now knowing that we've all cursed it, and now McCaffrey and Saquon are both going to go out injured, and then he's going to lose. That's just the way it works, right? Like we we hyped up Vinny last week, 
and Vince lost. We're, we, we're hyping up Joe right now, so there's no way he can win, or no way he can lose. And now Joe's going to find a way to lose. So, with that, I appreciate you not hyping up my team. I Clearly, you secretly are rooting for me, but refuse to reveal it. Tom, I'm not going to lie. Like, I understand you've scored a lot of points. You have <laughs> one of the most flawed rosters currently. Uh, sure. Yeah. But again, that's due to injuries at the moment. So I, I, you'll get better. But again, to, to the talking about this specific matchup, I just see no way Joe loses unless his own players self-destruct. Right. Yep. He's just built solid, top to bottom. Yep. Costa's got holes. No chance. What's next? I honestly like the the last three. You know, what? I I think I have one in mind that I'm I'm thinking of for uh, game of the week, and it's not me versus Vince. Oh, I mean that's almost what I was leaning. Cause there's oh, could is it like Sad Bowl 2.0? Is that the is that the game of the week? I, I was going with a different one potentially, but. Let's talk about me versus Vince. So we have the Vincinati Bengals. That was good. That was good. Much better than Tomba. <laughs> the Vincinati Bengals going up against me. Uh, technically, it's the Blood Sharks, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm going to be really scratching my head at running backs and tight end this week. But I do that every week. So what's new there? Nothing. Whereas this game, I think, is going to ultimately come down to is... How good do the Bengals play? They're banged up right now. It's At New Orleans. So we're in a dome, but on the road. I, you know, and New Orleans isn't uh, terribly competitive. Not at all. So, I mean, it very well could be an early, big early start for Burrow, and then it's a mixing game in but the like, second actually, half. Now that you say that, it's like the Saints actually have had a really good defense this year in general outside of the Seahawks game. They haven't given up much. Hmm. But, and it's like, again, we don't know if T. Higgins is going to play. T. Higgins is banged up right now. Joe Mixon has not looked good in four weeks. And Joe Burrow is, play, is the most sacked player in the league. So... Which it, is to be expected. Yeah. It, it could be crazy there. Um, the people I'm scared about the most on Vince's team, Mike Evans has is having a vintage Mike Evans year where it's just boom or bust. Um, so he could get two touchdowns pretty easily, I feel like, against Pittsburgh. Like, we just saw what Josh Allen did against Pittsburgh. I think Tom Brady can do, like, half of that, like, pretty, pretty easily. Outside of that... Hollywood, I mean, Mark Andrews always shows up. Yeah, Hollywood Brown's going to get points. I don't like everybody. Everybody is scoring against Seattle. There's no way Hollywood Brown doesn't get twenty. Right. right? Everyone gets that garbage time against that just amazing Seattle offense. Uh, but so on on my team, I'm really going to need the receivers to come in. It's a fun fact, Tom. I do have now four uh, top ten receivers this year. I just have no. Starting this week, top twenty running backs. <laughs> Keep in mind, I normally have Josh Jacobs, who is now number four. But of course, Josh <laughs> Jacobs will be four for forever. Yes, let's see what contract year, baby. Let's go. Yeah, um, um, I, I mean, Denver's going to have a good bounce back game eventually, right? I mean, they were they were productive against Vegas not too long ago, but like, uh, really, guys, like. Chargers, 
Could be a could be a shootout there. Is that the Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton like parade, and we're like. We're not firing the head coach. We're not giving up on the Russell Wilson we, We've experience. juiced up Russell Wilson. He's got a shot. They gave him a, a shot right in the peck. Right. He's good, right? That, that's how that works? I don't know. We'll see. Who you got? So I, I like your upside a little bit, Kyle. I do. I, I, I think you can blow up. I've, the- I've overperformed projections every single week so far this year. And, you know... If and you this find, is before a, decent, I have Taysom you find Hill, a decent tight end in there, Taysom Hill you probably make up. another trade to get, you know, to stop having backup running backs as your only running backs. I I could I could see you win. I know Vince is, you know, the champ of the chumps, as we've said. <laughs> but mm, he he's he's on a what he's on a losing streak, right? He just lost to Sir Luco. Yeah, this could be this could be two losses, maybe three losses in a row. I don't know. I no, yeah, be second loss in a row. That's math. Math is hard. I mm, I think I'm gonna pick you reluctantly. I'm probably gonna go Vince at this one just because I don't have a tight end and my running backs are garbage. Because like even if everybody else does well, if those three people get me single digits, it's really hard to come back for him. So. Right. Fair enough. We'll see. I won't argue too much that you suck. So either one of these, I guess, could be a game of the week. I'll let you pick the game of the week. Um, okay, so to save the game, what I think is the game of the week, uh, let's talk Wilson Serluco. Interesting. So Serluco going to be struggling on this one because he's going to be playing Carson Wentz. I don't love Carson Wentz as a quarterback as a rule. Right, but losing Devontae Adams, Brandon Cooks, and Derek Carr out of your starting lineup. Possibly Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, if Tyreek Hill's not playing, nothing. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what he's putting in there. He might be putting in return man Antonio Gibson. He might. Might be starting another tight end. He, he, I guess he could. But on the Wilson side, it's hard to figure out who is the steady performers on Wilson's team. Out- Josh Allen. Yeah, outside of Josh Allen. I think uh, so other team right scrolling, now. Scrolling, scrolling. Like, not even Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a real slow start this year. Yeah, it's like, um, on his bench, I mean, hasn't Kareem Hunt been solid? Like, not, like, exciting. Oh, no, he's been boomer bust when he gets those big receiving touchdowns, that's what really gets him is Yeah, it's just like, he's got Debo, who's known like right. all over the place. He's been a bit of a disappointment this year. He has Gabe Davis, who literally has one game above 30, two games below 10. Um, so that's fun. And then Godwin, who hasn't quite looked himself yet. I mean, he's good name recognition-wise, like, but he hasn't performed as well as you would expect um, coming back from his injury. Zach Ertz is kind of like uh, he's a good tight end yeah. option for right now. Really, like, I mean, isn't that what like the noise you make whenever you look at Wilson's roster? You just go to him like that's he's nice, but uh, like Najee Harris, like great rookie year, but uh, he Najee Harris has yet to get fourteen points this year. Fun fact: he's no Terry McLaurin. He is not. Um. 
in general, though, I'm, I'm picking Wilson on this one. I just think it's going to be hard for him to yeah. come up short against Sir Luca with the bye week um, in particular. Right. I mean, like, I, th- I mean, Sir Luca just made a trade process today. He might need to make another trade just to get, like, a decent chance at a win. Or, because, like, I, you could see Sir Luca just giving up on this week. But then again, why did he trade for Carson Wentz? Um right now. Well, I mean, because Carson Wentz is bad, right? But he's on his hot streak, and it will eventually end. So, Saluko's jumping on the Carson Wentz train right stinking now. So, you gotta imagine, he really thinks he has a shot to be competitive this week. Which means he might be trained still. So, that's our chance for a Saluko win, is if his roster is different. This roster is getting its ass kicked by Wilson. And, but on the on the one side though, he will then be average. He will be three to three. <laughs> he, 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 was for average for, he was shooting for average. By the end of week six, he will be average. He did it. Uh, that leaves us with our game of the week. The sad bowl. I think this is another sad bowl. These are two teams um, that at one point had quite high expectations coming out of the draft, really. I think both, these were like the only two teams we agreed on that we both liked. We probably both liked Acosta as well. Yeah, we did. Um, um, but man, both of them are below 500. Both of them coming off of losses. Garrett even lost to Castro. Garrett, Oof. at this point, just doesn't have really like enough people to do a roster. Garrett's going to be buying a lot of players up with the fab this week. Um, I don't think anybody has Kenny Walker. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I could see Garrett going no. big. I I picked him up a couple of weeks ago. I was like, hey, I'll just hold on to him. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, like I, I need at least one running back lottery ticket, and then I gave up on him and needed uh, desperation because my wide receivers kept getting injured. Um, but yeah, so Ken Walker is available, but I don't I don't know. Geno Smith is that whole offense. Yeah, I just like for Garrett, who just needs bodies this week, and he has a lot of fab to play, right? Like, he can do it, and if he's better than, you know, Hines or Gallup, right? Like, he, he might be a starter for Garrett due to buys and such this week. Um, on the other side, Patterson doesn't, like, he'll have a full roster. Like, his, his main team is, is all there. So it's going to be hard for me to think of a way that Patterson loses the, this other than... Geno Smith comes back down to reality, and the Ravens just somehow suck against the Giants. I don't see any of those really happening, but I will say whoever loses this game, I think, has got to do some soul-searching, make some trades, shake their rosters up, got to do something. Garrett has rely- has was supposed to rely on his big two this year, Jamar Chase and Jonathan Taylor, neither of which has performed well enough to expectations. Right, just as much as we can forecast Geno Smith coming back down to earth, we could easily see like the big three studs on Garrett's team doing just fine. Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase could all go off for fucking 30. And really the only like true studs Patterson has, you know, is, you know, Jackson and Chubb are really the main ones we can actually like call studs. Pittman you know, we wanted to say he was going to, you know, make the leap into, like, the top five this year because he's got the talent. 
but he's stuck with the Matt Ryan. So both of these teams really could be buoyed by two to three players with the rest of them having a chance to suck. Patterson has, like, decent players that might suck. Garrett has, like, empty holes of buys and shit. So if Garrett can play the waiver wire well, and we just have some, like, poor performances by, like, Drake London and Ramondre Stevenson, like, it's totally, there's totally a shot for Garrett to get there with just his three studs and mediocrity all the way down. Yeah. He can't get away with, you know, people getting out for injury. He can't get away with zero burgers from his players. But if he manages well to just get 9 to 12 points by a bunch of <coughs> scrubs, I think Garrett can win. I am going to disagree only because I, I think Garrett's team finishes the season better, but I think he just he's in a bad spot right now with these injuries and buys. In I, a bit of a pickle. I just don't see how he can win this week. So I'm going Patty. Getting to 3-3, three and three, further cluster-fucking up the Chumps division with everyone just in the middle. I love it. I love it. Just a bunch of chummy chumps. All right. So that's going to conclude our week... What is it? Week 6? Week, week 6 preview. preview. Fuck, that's a big number. Yeah, we're, we're flying through this season. Flying through this podcast. We are. Let me let me take a look here. This is record setting pace. There's just so much energy. Yeah, we're, we're uh, let us let us know in the sleeper chat if you prefer this high octane, high speed style of we just, we need, all gas, no break podcasting, or if you prefer the uh, contemplative deliberation of uh, the winless uh, podcast hosts when we. We're quite depressed. I will Maybe say that was more of a, a cathartic listen. I don't know. I just think we need a, a Tom Hart bombshell each week to get us going, where I just don't have time to comprehend it. And right, then yeah. you guys, you'll be thinking about it, like what the fuck happened? Uh, that's but true. It, but that is no lie. That is no lie. There is, uh, there is, uh, uh, twenty-five years for attempted murder happening in the in the the Hart family. Uh, they don't. Ha- they don't have the last name hard. No, but like I just mean like the general sphere. Like it's, yep. yep. Yep, step. The sphere of influence. So yeah, until uh until next time, this has been uh, the Champions Podcast. Oh scissor me daddy. Oh scissor me daddy. <laughs>